And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Ding, ding! How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Welcome to the Daily Ding. Hope you guys are doing great on this Friday. I've got Mo DeKeel with me. I'm Andrew Schlecht. Mo? We're going to talk about some kind of some sleepy basketball tonight. We went off from the Wednesday that was just like chock full of just action. And then we just kind of had this like struggle to score sleepy night in the NBA. No, 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 no. You can call it what it was. It was a crappy night of basketball. <laughs> you can just let's just be let's just be honest. You were trying to be nice. I'm just being <laughs> honest with you. It wasn't really a great slate of games. There was a potential of great games. Yeah, but it didn't turn out with how the the gameplay ended up going out there, and it just wasn't the best basketball we've had out there. Yeah, let's start in Miami. The first, I want to just lay out some facts here before I even tell you what the score was, because if I told you Mo that Jason Tatum wouldn't score his first point until eleven nineteen in the fourth quarter. He missed his first free throw, made the second. That's his first point. Didn't make his first field goal until 8.36 left. He was 0 of 8 from deep. Jalen Brown leaves the game with only 17 points with right hamstring tightness. What in the world would you think the score would be, Mo DeKeel? Not 95-78. Win a Boston win. I wouldn't have thought Boston put up 95 points. I don't think that was something I would have expected. I think uh, that was... Give give Boston a ton of credit. The mo- most important thing, I know all the drama was around Marcus Smart and his comment about sure. assists and things like that and everything along those lines, but their bigger issue was defense, and yep. they defended like a wolf pack today. Like, this was impressive, holding this Heat team to 78 points, and they took the Heat out of everything. The Heat only had five fast-break points, so they took away all the kick-aheads Kyle Lowry was getting. They held the Heat to 9-41 to shooting from three for 22%. They were just all over them all night long. It was really impressive watching the effort, the hustle, everything they were going to through that. And even Tatum, who even though he was struggling on the offensive end, was Busting his butt defensively, and I think that was an important step for the Celtics, who've been very underwhelming so far this season. Yeah, it was a statement game for the Celtics on semi-national TV. Like it was, it was good to see them play the way they did. Al Horford too. Like Horford, who's leading the league in blocks somehow at his age, looks spry. He looks great. Huge thanks to Oklahoma City Thunder for like putting him in an incubator for like a year. Just let him rest. Just let him rest. (laughs) But he looked great. It really was an impressive showing from the Celtics. And it was kind of a bummer because the Heat had played so well up until this point. And I was kind of hoping to see a battle and kind of hope that the Heat would at least get back into it come the fourth quarter. But the Celtics really just put the clamps on them. And then they got enough from their bench. Their bench was really fantastic. They got 13 from Neesmith. They got Schroeder, who had his first good game of the season, 14, 5, and 6. And then Romeo Langford uh, chipped in with 12 points off the bench. 
to the Heat, who didn't really have much going off the bench. I think the Heat were were due for this game. They were playing at a great pace, great level. Everything was rolling. They looked great. They beat up on Dallas. They've been beating up on teams, beat the Nets. I think they were due for a little bit of a come down kind of game a little bit with, with everybody kind of dropping off to a degree. But let's also just give a ton of credit. Like you said, Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench had a really good night. Uh, not so much shooting, but dropping out six assists. You know, the that's the other funny thing. Despite Smart's big complaint, 16 assists on 31 field goals. Like, that, But that said, there were still some good plays of ball movement. Not a lot. Not as much. But again, their bigger issues were on the defensive end, and they looked like they handled it tonight. But hey, it's one game. One game. Got to build on it. It's a building game right now. You got to start building from this. You beat up on Orlando because you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. You beat Miami in a second night of a back-to-back. That's a really good win. Now build on it, and and that's going to be the key for Boston. Yep, and it's still early, so you, you can build at this point. Uh, Kyle Lowry left in the fourth quarter, turned an ankle. Don't really know what his status is, but something to watch for. And he hopped. I don't know, 75 hops all the way out into the tunnel all by himself. That was kind of impressive. I thought he was playing hopscotch, though. I thought yeah. he would throw in... Sorry, bad joke. It was it was quite impressive. It's worth watching. I'm sure it's out there on the internet somewhere. Uh, let's go to Atlanta. The Utah Jazz go to Atlanta and beat the Hawks 116-98. to 98. An impressive win for the Jazz. They did not have Donovan Mitchell, who was a late scratch. And Jordan Clarkson stepped up. In that second half, I think he had 22 points. It was really kind of nip and tuck there for a while until Clarkson just blew up. Yeah, once he got hot, it sort of blew the game wide open. But it's just it's another bad night from Trey Young. Going 8-20 from the field for 21 points, 0-4 from 3. Following that from his performance against Brooklyn, it's... I'm beginning to get a little bit worried, Andrew. About the Hawks, you know, um, they they have a ton of talent, but it's not looking fully like they're they're all there yet, you know. And maybe it's a little bit of a hangover. What concerns you most? I'm a little bit worried about them defensively. Mm-hmm. I think they have a lot of issues in how they're defending and 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 how they're not actually defending sure. in in what they're doing. And I think that's those are the things that they need to get back on track along those lines. Now, let's be fair. Brooklyn and Utah on a back-to-back, that's that's tough. You know, you're in Brooklyn and you flew to Atlanta to go play Utah. Like, this is two really good teams, too, right? It wasn't like they just lost to uh, Cleveland and and Minnesota. Sorry, those teams got strays. Uh, But, like, you're along those lines. These are tough games. And you just wanted to see them pull one off. 7-28 as a team from three, just kind of struggling a little bit. I'm, I'm... not ready to panic, but I'm a little bit worried. Yeah. And they just might be just a middle-of-the-road Eastern Conference team, too, you know, instead of a, a contending team, which is also okay because they're still really young. I mean, you look at the makeup of the roster. You know, Trey Young is – what is he still, like 23? Like He's, he's still, still a baby. Let's yeah, just be. Yeah. yeah. Hunter is still young. Like, they've got time. They've got time with these guys. So nothing to be too concerned about. But if you're expecting conference finals again, perhaps that's, that's not it, 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 it. Maybe dial it back a little bit. <laughs> Utah, on the other hand, though, 
Great game from Rudy Gobert on the boards. 15 rebounds, solid yeah. night. Connolly with 11 assists. You know, uh, the the opposite of the Celtics. 30 assists on 41 made field goals. Like, the yeah. ball was flying around in this game. And they did have the g- defense constantly chasing them with just their ball movement alone. Uh, very impressive performance without Donovan Mitchell. You would think, like, okay, there, there might be a drop-off there. And there just wasn't any from the Jazz no. in, in how they played tonight. No, because Joe Ingles stepped in, poured in 19 points, five of six from three. He was fantastic. And then, like we talked about with Clarkson, having 30 off the bench, like, you'll be just fine. You'll be just yeah, fine on it, a night where no one else could score in the league. And we got to give Royce O'Neal a shout out because I probably never thought I would see him with six assists in a game. Maybe I'm just a, a Royce O'Neal hater. I don't know. Um, but I would have never expected that. And, you know, he's one of those guys diamond out folks. That's you, if you're Atlanta, you're like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna lose. Yeah, that's also just a product of just the way that the Jazz run their offense. Like they get that blender going, and it's really they trust anybody and everybody to make plays, which is really it. It makes it really fun, and and it makes guys look great. I mean, it's really it made uh-huh. Joe Ingles' career. I mean, for the most part, they have the continuity. Right. Mm -hmm. Like this team has been together for a long time at this point. I think this iteration, for the most part, what, three years with Connolly and Bogdanovich, you know, since they come over. So now you kind of just have that. They know who they are. They know where they need to get their shots. They know where the ball needs to go. You know, and, and, and I think that's such a huge advantage for teams like them early in the season. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Now let's go to this Detroit Sixers game where the Sixers win 109-98. to the Philadelphia 76ers, after all this turmoil and craziness, find themselves at 7-2, and two, top of the Eastern Conference, Mo, to start the season. Would you have predicted that? No, but I didn't think they were going to be as bad as everybody was saying, too, at the same time. Um, I think when you're just looking at the way these guys play and, and, and hustle, it's, it's pretty impressive. And that Joel Embiid character, pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, great all-around game from Tyrese Maxey tonight, man. 20 points, four boards, five assists, two steals, only one turnover. And then not only that, but the ball pressure that he was putting on Cade Cunningham during this game was really impressive. It was giving – and Cade has struggled out the gate. He's dealt with this ankle injury, and now he's, like, trying to find his footing. And then Maxey's all over him. You know, it's it's a tough go for for a rookie in his first few outings, but you have to give Maxi just a ton of credit. Yeah, and just their defense as a whole. I mean, they held the the Pistons to, and I'm trying to do math on the fly, folks. 31 points in the second half. Yeah, I mean, we we have teams that are averaging 31 points a quarter. Like, yeah. so that's that just says everything. Like defensively, they really locked down. 
with everything they they did and more importantly just with this win with with them kind of winning by 11 but really was pretty in hand you know down the stretch like Embiid only played 30 minutes and that's without Tobias Harris you know a lot of these young kids stepping up and giving them good minutes Shake Milton with a solid night it's you know Seth Curry, not Steph, because I always kind of screw the two up. Um, Seth Curry having a solid evening with 23 points, 4 or 8 from 3. And again, on a second night of a back-to-back as well, just good stuff from the, the Sixers. And, and they're a team that kind of, they know what they are and know what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no Danny Green, no Cork Maz, and to still pull out a win is pretty impressive. They got big minutes from Niang off the bench, who's been really great for them. Just a really nice fit in Doc Rivers' system. And then B-ball Paul gets off the bench, puts in four and nine. It's good to see. It's good to see. Any night you can see B-ball Paul for more than five minutes is a good night. It's, it's, you're always happy, basically. Yeah, yeah, always. Uh, on Detroit's side, Cade Cunningham had his first double-double of his career. 18 points, 10 boards, four assists, and a steal. Still struggling to shoot the basketball. He was four of 17 overall, but did get to the free throw line quite a bit. Nine of 10 from the free throw line, which is encouraging if you're a Pistons fan, where you're watching all these other rookies blow up, and then your rookie comes in, the number one pick, and he struggles. So it's good to see him finally get some footing. Yeah, and you know, the the 10 board says a lot about him. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're looking at it going like, all right, here's a kid struggling to shoot four or seventeen. Offense hasn't really flo- gotten going. Now, granted, four of them were offensive boards, but you know, going in there and doing other things other than my offensive game isn't there right now. I'm just going to focus on that. Doing the other things really matters and goes a long way with everything that he's doing. But ultimately, too, the Pistons are a bad team. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and in that sense, and it's not, you know, they're trying, give them credit, went and signed Grant a few years ago, got Olenek this year, trying, trying to get it going, but it's like, yeah, but you're also bad, you know, and Killian Hayes, still a long way to go, Mm. you know, um, it's, it's, it's going to take them time. And I'm not worried about Cunningham yet in terms of the slow start coming off the ankle injury and everything, you know, let's, let's check back in closer to like the all-star break. Cause really how often should we be watching Detroit? Yeah, totally agree. Shout out to Beef Stew for that uh, crossover move on Joel Embiid tonight, too. That was uh, super duper sick. All right, that's (laughs) going to do it for today's show. I hope you guys have a great, great Friday. And Mo, take us out. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. 